0: Welcome to Standing Strong Ministries podcast with Dr. Sean Strong. We hope that you are encouraged by today's message. Time for God's people to go forward. You want to let the devil know I win in a week, but I come out strong. And the coffee is strong. The word is what clothes us. The word is what shapes our thinking. God has your miracle in mind, right here. Stronger every day. Welcome to Stronger Every Day, where the coffee is strong, but the Word of God makes us stronger, and the Lord always has your miracle in mind. Do me a favor and hit that share button. We want as many people on here as we possibly can get, and uh, we are here at the hotel uh, just getting ready for service tonight, and uh, we're getting ready to come on and do our part two of Chameleon. If you've not had a chance to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, or YouTube, please do so. We want to make sure that everybody connects with us on a personal level, and also, if you've not had a chance to download my app, we want you to do so. And uh, make sure that that's a part of your everyday life. We send out push notifications. Uh, We let everybody know that God is richly going to bless you, strengthen you, and encourage you. And uh, we do that through the app. And uh, hello, Felicia. Good to see you. And uh, good to see all you guys on there. Hey, Kins. Good to see you. And uh, we're so excited about what God is doing. I want to talk to you guys um, uh, about a couple of things. Uh, We are in this Chameleon series. We got Monday. uh, We got yesterday, today, Tomorrow and Thursday and then Friday we're going to have a live prayer service and uh, we're going to just watch God richly bless you, strengthen you and encourage you and uh, we're going to believe God for on partner Friday and God is going to do great and mighty things. All right, hit that share button again. We want to get everybody on here as possibly can. All right, chameleon, we were talking about yesterday that you are, uh, we were talking about yesterday, don't conform. We don't want you to conform, but we want you to be uh, transformed by the renewing of your mind. The word of God transforms us. Well, now I want to talk to you guys about you are chosen. As followers of Christ, we've been chosen by the God of the universe and we are his prized possession. We're chosen and set apart through Jesus Christ, our Savior. This all has happened for a specific purpose, to allow us to proclaim the goodness of God to those who find themselves that are still in darkness. We're not just saved because we just got saved and going to go to heaven, but we're chosen for such a time as this. We need to receive the blessing of being chosen. I want you to put that in the comment section right now. Receive the blessing of being chosen. Don't let it stop there. Uh, Let's ask God to show us how we can influence in a Christ-like manner, how we can understand a called and a chosen part as a person that we're set apart. Uh, I I don't know about you, but I remember when I was a kid, there were so many times... That um I was uh, we would we would play kickball, basketball, we'd play all kinds of things out there in the playground, and I was pretty athletic and um, one of the you know I, there was times that we'd stand in line and we'd choose captains, and then somebody would you know choose me or pick me for a certain reason, especially in basketball. I was a rebounder and could play defense. I couldn't shoot very well, but I could play defense and I could rebound and so so many times they would choose me just because I had an attribute that would allow me to be handpicked to to get a rebound or play defense. That's exactly what God has to do for us, right? Oftentimes, people overlook outcasts, forgotten about, people that are left over, uh, which means no matter where you find yourself or how you view yourself, uh, there's times that you feel unwanted. But I want to encourage you today. I want to tell you that God wants you, all right? Listen, chameleon is all about standing out rather than fitting in. Uh, yesterday, we talked about the difference between conforming the world around you and being transformed as God defines it. Once you choose to be transformed by God, we often allow God to choose us for His purposes. And that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. God wants to choose you for a specific purpose. Let's look at, um, let's look at 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse number 9. I'm going to read a few verses. It says, But you are chosen a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, and a peculiar people that you should show forth the praises of him who had called you out of darkness into his marvelous light, which in times past you were not people, but now you are the people of God which had not obtained mercy, but now have obtained mercy. Dearly beloved, I beseech you that you as strangers and pilgrims abstain from all filthy uh, fleshly lust which war against the soul, having your conversation honest among you, and the Gentiles, that whereas you speak against evildoers, that you may by your good works, which they shall show and glorify God. Isn't that huge? Now, in order to understand the significance of what Peter is saying here, you have to understand the context in which he is writing it. When Peter writes this letter, he does so to a group of Christians who are scattered throughout all of the northern part of Asia. These Christians are aliens, they're foreigners, they're in a land they find themselves and many of them are facing suffering because of that. They're facing hard trials because they're now scattered abroad, they don't know where they're at and all of a sudden Peter begins to find himself understanding one thing, I've got to encourage them in their faith. And here's what he's saying. He says, I've got to remind them. I've got to challenge them, and I've got to strengthen them. I've got to do th- three things in this text, in this letter. I've got to do three things, three powerful things. So if you can receive each of these things, then you have to understand that you can find yourself in a place where you know God has chosen you. So let's, 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 the first thing that I believe that he had to do is he had to remind them of their current position. Watch what he says here. He says, as I've said, the first thing we see Peter do is writing to his audience. Here's what he says. He's trying to remind them of who they are. He says, you're a chosen people. You're a hand-picked people that I have selected for such a time as this. Now watch what he says. He says, you're royal priests. You're a holy nation. And here's what he's saying. He says, you're God's very possession. He says, you're the one thing that God has hand-selected And and the the key phrase that Peter uses to sum all this up is, I've chosen you. I've hand-selected you. I've hand-picked you for such a time as this. I want to pause right here for this very phrase. God's own very possession. You know, there's nothing better than God hand-selecting you and choosing you for such a time right now as this, and you are now belong if you look if you look throughout all of the bible and you look close enough it seems to be a trend that god frequently and often takes you where he wants you to be chooses you for an awesome time he reminds you of his faithfulness in the past and then peter's doing the same here. He says, "I'm going to tell you of who God selected you to be." He said, that "You are not the scattered people that you think you are. You're hand selected. You're chosen by God to stand out. You're chosen that God want you're chosen to do great exploits for God right now in this season, in this time, and in this place. Put this right here in the comment section. I'm God's chosen uh, obsession. I'm his chosen vessel. I'm chosen for such a time as this." He chose me. Put that in the comment section. He chose me. That's a powerful concept, isn't it? He chose me. Then he leads us to the second thing, which I believe is his challenge. Here's what he says. He says, I want to remind the readers that God chose them. And then he goes on to tell them, He listen to these words that he uses. He said, live such good lives among the pagans that God, that, that those that accuse you of wrong, they see you of these good evil deeds. But on this day, God says, I'm going to choose you. I'm going to hand select you. And I'm going to let the world know that I have got a blessing for you. And you're going to see that you're, that people are going to see that you're chosen of God. And he, and he says, you're not going to keep these to yourselves. Psalm 67 says this, may God's graciousness to bless you and cause his faith to shine upon you and your ways may be known upon the earth. God picked you and hand-selected you to bless you so the world could see his goodness. We ask for God's blessing and grace so we might make salvation known to all. Ladies and gentlemen, right now, I believe that God is after souls. He's after the lost He's after, he's after the, the hurting, the broken. There's a concept of advancing the kingdom. And oftentimes, we can do this by simply living a righteous lifestyle, a holy lifestyle, leading exactly where God wants us to be and living a faith-filled life, a strength-filled life. And the choice is we've got to bring God's glory to the earth and let the world see it. Today, we live our lives, and we should live our lives as one of the loudest testimonies, that the world has ever seen. You should be blessed so the world can know that God has blessed you. Man, listen to what St. Francis Esaias is quoted saying this way. Preach the gospel at all times and when necessary, use words. Isn't that powerful? Preach the gospel at all times but when necessary, use words. Our deeds and our works are preaching on our behalf and sometimes we don't have to say anything because everything we do through our lives brings greatness and strategies in everything that we do people are intrigued by their message people is intrigued uh, peter throws a challenge them he challenges the people as they're sitting there he says here's what i want you to do he said i want you to take full advantage of the kingdom's sake when the kingdom of god is blessing you let the world know it isn't that powerful I wonder who in our daily lives right now is watching us. I wonder who in our daily lives is looking into what God is doing for us in us and through us. So many people are watching us, so many people are alive in us that man, it's amazing. This privilege to be chosen by God is such an honor, right? And then he moves on to the third thing. So he 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 reminds them of their current position, then he challenges them, and then he encourages them. The final thing that Peter does here in this passage is he encouraged the people of God. this is what he says. He says, I've called you out of darkness into marvelous light. So in other words, you've got an identity. You've received mercy. You've received grace. And now you've got to take that grace and you've got to show the world how your light shines. One of the most striking biblical examples of God's mercy and grace that you would ever see is found in the Apostle Paul. God takes a man during this present situation and all of a sudden Saul uh, is hunting Christians down like crazy. He goes from house to house. But in Acts chapter 9, the Bible tells us that all of a sudden he's got an encounter with God and God tells him, I'm Jesus. And this is quite a scene. Paul's walking down the road to Damascus and all of a sudden God shows up in a powerful, mighty way and he lets the world know, I am going to choose you. I'm going to transform you to take you from one place to the next, from one city to the next, and I'm going to now use, use you to preach the gospel. It's quite a scene because we see where, where all of a sudden this Christian killer becomes speechless. He finds himself walking in darkness, and in one moment, he's transformed in the light. Isn't that a powerful concept? God is, God is desperately trying to do something amazing through the people of God right now. Let your light shine. Saul deserved death. But through Christ, he received life. Isn't that amazing? Through, I mean, he deserved death. He was killing Christians. He didn't know what was taking place from one season to the next. But he knew he wanted to kill Christians. And God, all of a sudden, encourages the people in Peter and, and encouraged them and, say, and, and, and he's encouraging them. Here's what he's saying. Guys, God can take us out of darkness and he can move us into light. He's challenging the original readers Okay, the people in the people he's talking to. He says, "Here's what I want you to do. We're not saved by good works. We're saved by grace. Grace saved us to stand out in a dark world. We didn't deserve it. We didn't we didn't we didn't come across we didn't come across it to where it would be strong and willing, but I believe that God richly wants to bring us to a place where everything in our world changes because of the darkness in our life because of the light that overshadows the darkness in our lives. At the bottom line, encouragement for all of us is this. God can use any person, anytime, any place, anywhere. Let me say that again. God can use any person, anytime, any place, anywhere. I believe that God wants to use any of us to bring his lost sheep home. If there's anything that I found out in this generation, God wants to use anyone who is available. And I believe that if Peter makes it clear, God does not simply choose us strictly based upon our benefit, but He ultimately chooses us to benefit everybody else around us. Isn't that amazing? To stand out with our life, to stand out with the way that we live. Maybe we've been keeping the seed of salvation to ourselves for far too long. Maybe we've been quiet about the blessings of the Lord far too long. God wants to use us, strengthen us, and help us in this season of strategy, and let everybody know that the world around us needs us, needs our voice, needs our life, needs the holiness, needs the anointing that God has placed upon our world. And I believe it's time to expand our comfort zones and bring the good news of redemption to a lost and dying world. There are people in our life, our inner circle, that need our testimony. There are people in our inner world, in our inner inner place that need to know that Jesus is erupting in our lives. They're watching you walk the path of faith. They're watching you and observing your responses. They're watching on how everything that you're doing is mattering. So you're no longer a chameleon. You're no longer fitting in. But I want to encourage you and I want to tell you that your reactions of suffering and adversity, your joy, your patience, your kindness... Your long suffering, there listen, let let your life begin to preach such a powerful message that those around you have no other option but to praise God. Let your life be so full of God's goodness and mercy and joy that everyone around you recognizes, man, God needs me and my light to shine. We're so much like a chameleon. We're so much like a we're so much like a blending in generation that we can't even tell the light from the dark anymore. But I believe God's calling us forth. I believe God is calling us right now to let the world know that Jesus is about to move in our lives for us, in us and through us. And I want to tell you that this week, this season, this moment, this month, that God wants to use you. And He wants wants to use your life in word and in deed to bring somebody encouragement, strength and favor. And I believe God richly wants to bless your life And let you know that everything you need is a powerful way to bring somebody in. So consider the challenge. You're chosen and you're redeemed. You're an ambassador of Christ. You're a messenger of the greatest news that the world has ever known. The same God that raised Christ from the dead is the same God that lives in you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. He'll never leave you at your side. But he'll bring you in a place of encouragement. Strengthen you and encourage you. Let the power of God fill your life. I love you, I honor you, and I so much appreciate you. And with that, we love you so much. Remember, God always has your miracle in mind. You're not called to be a chameleon, but you're called to stand strong and stand firm in the kingdom of God. And God always has your miracle in mind. And something good today is gonna happen in your life. I love you guys, I appreciate you. We'll see you right here tomorrow on Stronger Every Day. Be blessed, see you soon. Thank you for joining us. We hope that you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to partner with us monthly or sow a seed into our ministry, you can download the Standing Strong Ministries app on Google Play or the App Store, or you can send it to Post Office Box 602, Lebanon, Missouri, 65536. Thank you and have a wonderful day.